0: welcome to another episode of principle of hospitality i'm your host as always sean devries thanks so much for tuning in our food brings people together and promotes community. And here at Principal of Hospitality, we're here to disrupt the current perceptions of what the hospitality industry can achieve in today's ever-evolving and challenging environment. So that's why we're so proud to partner with Chef's Hat, the largest family-owned and operated hospitality supplier in Australia, on this season of Poe. Now, as we know, few industries have been hit harder by the pandemic than hospitality. And as a result, operators have had to think outside the box and leverage technology and resilience to continue acquiring, engaging and retaining guests. Today, the hospitality industry is evolving at a significant pace, setting new standards of innovation, personalization, and memorable guest experiences. Through technology, venues are processing unprecedented amounts of approved data on their guests and turning that into experiences that incentivizes loyalty and boosts revenue. So it's so great to chat with the GM of Seven Rooms in Australia, Paul Hadida. Hey, Paul. So great to have you on the show. How are you doing?
1: Yeah, really good. Thanks for having us today.
0: Um, you yeah, know, absolutely fantastic. And and obviously, Seven Rooms is a is a brand that um, of regular listeners to the to the podcast would know. I talked to Levi Aaron last year um, about the platform as it was really starting to build out uh, in Australia. Um, so it's fantastic to have you have you on board as the GM of of this fantastic country, in this fantastic uh, this fantastic technology platform. So, so let's talk about um, the trends that we're seeing in the hospitality industry because um, so much technology has come out during the last 12 to 18 months in the hospitality industry. We've talked so much on the podcast before about how the hospitality industry was so far behind on tech and now, you know, we've got these plethora of really great tech brands in the space. So what, what trends are you seeing in the hospitality industry at the moment?
1: Yeah, so th- thanks for the interest. I think – you know some of the trends that we're seeing, and where we're we're sort of finding our niche and, and really, you know, finding success with with customers that we're working with, mm. um, is on on a couple of levels. So, firstly, the the, the guest journey, mm-hmm. so fully owning um, and optimizing that guest journey, um, and and making it customizable for for you and your brands. Yes. Um, then um, engaging with your customers, both on-premise and off-premise. Um, and then retaining them and getting them to come back in or, or to reorder, et cetera. So those are the sort of real three uh, key themes that we work on.
0: Yeah. And are you thinking that yourself that, you know, brands like Seven Rooms are really um, like they're coming of age now, right? Because I remember before before the pandemic was sort of starting, like booking tables and stuff like that online was something that, you know, sort of higher end you know restaurant space did the premium fast casual fine dining space was doing but now i'm sort of i'm sort of finding as you know as we're hopefully able to book tables and sit in venues pretty soon um especially on the east coast of australia um that different kinds of brands are doing it now you know your pub groups and and that kind of stuff as well is that something in which you've sort of noticed since you've come on board with seven rooms too
1: yeah look, i've been in the space for for a long time um in the reservation space for mm-hmm. you know a number of different platforms and it's grown um and, and Aust- australians are early adapters we know that in, in forms of technology yes but the pandemic is the the big equalizer right so you know they've this has come in now and you know, by law or by not law, it's just a, a normal journey now for a customer to make a reservation. And there's only a handful of restaurants that will stay as um, sort of walk-in only, you know. Yes, yeah. Um, even, even the hottest restaurants uh, in Sydney or Melbourne will now take reservations and will have their deposits and prepaids, et cetera, all there um, because it's really important to them to collect also the, the, the data and information on the customers but also to secure the revenue for themselves yes. um, because it's such a volatile world that we live in.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think um, that data point's an interesting one, right? Because um, before the pandemic, brands were so um, scared, honestly, about taking people's data, um, whether it be an, a name or a number or an email address or anything like that. They're so worried about what the customer backlash might be. And now because yeah. of the advent of things like QR codes, which has obviously been in market for such a long time, but now with you know QR code ordering and, and and obviously check-ins and all those kind of things, I feel that people's... Customers' perception of brands using their data has has kind of changed. Have you have you have you seen that sort of happen as well? Sort of during your career in the industry and, and especially in tech.
1: A hundred percent. And we can and and we we did a survey um, sort of towards the end of last year, beginning of this year. And the the number that came out of there is 83% of Aussies are happy to provide their personal details to a, to a hospitality venue Mm. for, you know, relevant, um, health information, contact tracing, et cetera, but also for, 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 um, information and marketing on their venue. Yes. I think that, that the customers are happy to provide the information. I know I'm happy to provide my information as long as I know where it's going and what it's going to be useful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I, I just realised I got super excited, and for people who maybe don't know about don't know about Seven Rooms, uh, haven't listened to that podcast I did last year with Levi. Um, like, do you want to explain what Seven Rooms actually is, and and sort of your yeah. involvement with the brand? <laughs> for sure.
1: So so a customer engagement and retention platform, um, mm-hmm. and that works from um, you know so everything on premise and off premise, so reservations through to delivery and takeaway. Um, uh, uh, full uh, POS integrations with a number of great companies across the world. Locally, we've got some really great Aussie um, POS providers that we uh, integrate with yes. to be able to provide that real-time data to the restaurateurs so that they can action on it. Mm-hmm. Um, fully built-in CRM and marketing platform um, that that all works hand in hand.
0: Yeah. And what, what kind of venues do you find normally use um, your product?
1: You've got everything from mum and dad restaurant in Bondi to Australian venue code that have, um I lost track of the amount of venues that they have. Maybe <laughs> Me like too. 160, 160 plus or 170 yes. plus now. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, Rockpool, Rockpool Dining, um, you know, down to Vandal, Tarkaria in Newtown, which is a, a single, a single operator. Right. Yeah. So yeah. The, that's the beauty of the product. It's an it's a solution, it's a white labeled solution that um that it fits every box and it fits all venues. Um just they they utilize it the way that they want to utilize it.
0: Yeah. Have you have you found it hard to come into this market which which obviously has a lot of you know different platforms kind of in this space have you found that you know the benefit of the CRM especially the CRM capability and you know the marketing standpoint which I think a lot more brands are, are a lot more venues are realizing the impact the positive impact that can actually have do you think has it, has it been hard for several rooms to actually crack the Australian market
1: uh, I I don't want to gloat or up <laughs> and do that to kind of a thing, but yeah, <laughs> but it's not like the guys at Seven Room CEOs threw a dart at a dartboard and said, You know what, we're going to go to Australia and see how we go there. Yes, um, the, the team there had been working a lot on Australia for the past two years. Um, mm. they, they'd sent people over from from US where our headquarters is, but they'd met with you know um, industry leaders, yep, um, and, and there was a real opportunity. Um, and for myself, like I said, I've been in this space for a while um, and, you know, all the major sort of major groups and operators in the industry I've known or come across or dealt with. And there hadn't been that solution that fit their requirements. Yes. And Seven Rooms I knew was the solution that would fit their requirements. Yep. Um, and since then, you know, you can rattle off a, a bunch of clients we work with McConnell Group, Shane Delia, mm. um, AVC, Rockpool, you know, great brands that, uh, that, um, that are really embracing the technology.
0: Yeah. It's awesome to hear, and obviously some amazing brands that you're working with. Um, in your sort of um, in your sort of thought process as well, Paul, like how can hospitality operators acquire and engage and retain those customers at the moment? Because obviously we're dealing in a different a different kind of environment. Like as we tape this sort of in in the mid August, mid to late August, um, we've got our, both our cities that we're currently in in lockdown. Um, hopefully mm-hmm. by the time this release, we're not. Um, and, you know, we now have to think about um, as an industry um, about how to continually retain and get customers back um, in order to boost sales and stuff like that, because lockdowns are going to be, you know, on the cards until the end of the year in this country. So how can Seven rooms help with that, do you think?
1: Yeah, in, through automation, I think, and that—that's the key, right? Um, mm-hmm. And understanding the data that they have, right? Mm-hmm. So, in our platform, for example, um, if you've if if you've made an order uh, within the last three months, um, you know, let's say it's a Thai restaurant, right, and they've made a pad Thai order in the last three months, yeah, that's that's automatically tagged. Um, and if a lockdown comes up, and that's what they need to push, they can easily automate an email to everybody that's ordered a specific item within a certain time period, so that they get that automated email, right? Yeah, getting wow. them to re- reorder back with a ten percent off or, or whatever you know whatever they want to offer back to them.
0: Does that does that sort of blow people? Does that blow venues' minds when you tell them that the, sort of the first time?
1: Yeah, it blows it blows customers' minds when you get an email from um shane delia saying thank you for coming to my restaurant i hope you had a great time and that's automated yeah exactly. it's the customer way whether you, whether it's from shane or not from shane or from the owner or manager or whatever mm-hmm. it's from mm-hmm. that that sort of stuff is is next excellent level stuff that not many people well people are starting to do it now because they're using seven rooms but not many people have done that before
0: yeah it, is the reason why you guys have done that is because you know you're thinking that personalization is really important part of the hospitality industry and that's sort of the point of difference that you know what several rooms can actually do
1: it's personalization it's automation and it's relevant data right so and when i talk about it it's not just that email it could be after your first visit Um, it could be that you have a win back campaign where you haven't been to the restaurant in 30 days or 90 days sure um, that's it on through the pause integration, it could be built on spend metrics. So if you're a high spender insert and, and spend a um, certain amount per cover, mm-hmm. um, that's the kind of campaign that you would get out to them. And that's all automated and set up when we set up the system in the beginning.
0: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, what do you think is going to define, you know, success for the hospitality industry, you know, moving forward, like, because I know that's a pretty big and broad question. Um, hmm. But we need to think about how technology is gonna, you know, is gonna really shape this industry, uh, and especially data and data pools and things like that, um, because we're we're not only thinking about automation and tech from a uh, from a booking side and from an order inside. We're also probably gonna, definitely gonna move into robotics and things like that in the next sort of five to ten years, as that as that becomes um, operationally sound and feasible to do, like. Um, What do you think is going to define success for hospitality venues moving forward?
1: So they've got to, they've got to know what they do and what they do really well and and keep doing that really well. Um, And it has to evolve from if you're just a dining restaurant, it it can't just be a dining. If you're just a takeaway and delivery, it can't, it's got to be this holistic approach to business where you're on premise, off premise, on social media, on normal media, you've got to intertwine everything. And, Choose your platforms, right? So whether it's mm-hmm. seven rooms or or another platform, so be it. But make sure that they all connect and talk and integrate to each other so that you've got a full understanding of what your customer, what your customer wants and what they're looking for, so that you can get them back in. You know, it's seven, seven times more expensive to get a customer, to a new customer than to get a customer to come back. So yeah, right. you've, got, you've got a pool of customers. Yes. Use use that data to get them coming back than trying, trying always to find that, that new customer.
0: Yeah. How do, you, how do you think brands moving forward, and how, and you probably think about this with the groups that you work with, whether that be AVC or or um, you know the Delia Group or or uh, and do Rockpool restaurants as well, um, like all these all these different APIs, all these different um, programs that these brands are using, are they starting to use people specifically for data um, to look at all these different all the different information they're getting and actually using that in a sort of feasible way? Because now we're seeing, so as I sort of pointed out a couple of minutes ago, now we're seeing so many different parts of tech involved in a hospitality experience. There's just, I'm, I'm, I'm concerned that a lot of these brands are, without, you know, great platforms like Seven Rooms aren't going um, to know what to do with this data. So they're sitting on all this data and don't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? Yeah
1: yeah and then that's a conundrum right and that's yep. the
0: that's the issue
1: especially maybe a smaller operator would face rather than yes a bigger a bigger operator that has more headcount, uh, more staff and and people to to be able to look at the marketing and the data yes um, but, but seven rooms is a place where you can facilitate all of those through a bunch of our integration so all the data is there it's all visible on dashboards and through reporting um, but those that have more multiple um, multiple points are using a, a bigger CRM to feed some of their uh, their their points of information into Lex is an example of the CDP that's up where you know all the data is going into there to, to mm-hmm. analyze and then get marketing out from there. Mm-hmm. Do
0: you, what's your sort of thoughts for for the, those smaller venues as well? Like, do you think? when they're looking at those kind of, you know, these kind of new platforms and they're coming from nothing pool and they're thinking mm-hmm. about, well, what, what should my choice be? Like a mm-hmm. lot of what I'm seeing is they'll pick whatever the cheapest thing is rather than <laughs> whatever the most valuable piece of technology is. Mm-hmm. Like is, you, is your thinking to, you know, really, you know, do your research there or so, purely based on cost or?
1: <laughs> no, so hundred percent. So doing something is better than doing nothing. Let's say that from again, I'll, yep, I'll give you a, a quick background of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, years back i used to be an owner operator myself right That's yep. how i ran a, a cafe restaurant in um in paddington in sydney yep. 50 seater mm-hmm. i had no internet oh, sorry i had no website i had no i had a facebook page yep um, instagram was just coming of age there so i didn't have an instagram page yes um, i was cash only right so right I, Wow. Yeah. So there was a service station across the road, and we would trust people to go and take money out and come and pay us. Yeah. Um, wow. Okay. And to run a special, I would make a post that I thought was going to be good on my Facebook page saying, you know, um, free coffee with muffin, etc. one of those. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's the perfect example of what not to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, I love, and there was no technology. There was no seven rooms. There was, there was, um, there might have been a, an earlier platform, but there was nothing available. Yes. Uh, but now you look back and go, wow, like if you could just switch this on and collect 50 people, right? 50 yep. contacts, right? Yep. And if you get five of those people to come back the next month, you're, you're already ahead of where, where you were before you started.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, let's talk about vaccines for a minute, if we can. Um, we talked about it a bit off the podcast and I think it's it's top of mind as where, you know, right. we're trying to get to a higher vaccine limit in this country right now but you know there has been some publicity about you know tech brands at the moment you know and 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 vaccine passports especially to get into venues like gyms and theaters and restaurants and pubs and all that kind of stuff like let's put the vaccine argument aside yeah. how is how is seven rooms um, giving those venues the tools in order to make sure that if it is mandated that they can actually push the button on that quite easily
1: yeah um so so vaccine argument for or against a site look okay. I, you know from everything our premiers and prime minister are saying is is leading us to that point where yep. you know there's there's going to be something around being vaccinated to go into to certain premises mm-hmm. so the beauty of our tech is that it's already set up to be able to handle that so the information on the widget when the customer's making the reservation clearly states that a you have to be vaccinated or b Um, You know, you have to take a rapid antigen test outside to prove that you don't have COVID. These things are, are unfortunately, are going to be part of our day-to-day life at some point. Yeah. And we're set up so that the customer acknowledges that when they make the reservation. Mm -hmm. And then once they've provided the proof of vaccine or proof of test, they'll get tagged in our system. So I'll get a tag on my system saying, call one vaccine or two vaccine or or Pfizer or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Um, and that will automatically sit on their profile, so that that's already registered there. So, so it doesn't have to be inconvenient and awkward every time they go in, right? Yes. Um, and the host, when they, you know, prior to prior to the shift, can have a quick look and go, okay, Paul's vaccinated. Don't ask him that question because it's just going to piss yeah. him off if you ask <laughs> him again. he have been here four times this one. This yeah, one. yeah. So that that's already in, um, integrated into our system, and uh, it it can already be catered for, and it's already being used. It's already being used in Singapore and New York.
0: Yeah, right. I was going to ask you that, right? Because New York's yeah. uh, New York's about to about to say that they have. No, they, they have. have right? they, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. They, they mandated indoor indoor dining vaccinated. And Singapore, I don't know if they had or, had or not, but or off the top of my head, but we've got cl- customers already utilizing that technology, mm-hmm. um, and capturing that data and information, and having that prompt on the widget so that the customer knows what the what they need to do before they come.
0: Yeah, right. And is it how? From a customer perspective, like how easy is it to? Is is there any chance from like I'm thinking like a venue owner, right? Is it is it really is it really hard for them to for a customer to manipulate that so that they they're saying they're vaccinated but they're really not, or is it is it just using government data or?
1: Well, no. So you have to actually. The first time they go, they'll have to show their vaccine. Oh, I see. Credential. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, no, we're, No. Uh, the operator's not going to ask them to send through a copy of their vaccine. I see. Right. Whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever, whatever it's going to be called because that's a bit weird. Yes. But um, But no, when they go there, I mean, these are the things that we don't know, right? We don't know what they're going to say, how we're going to police it, whether it's mm. going to be in the Service New South Wales app, who knows, right?
0: Yeah, it's going to be different in different states. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Right. I'm glad you. It's like that it's up. like
1: the <laughs> like the check the check in the check in um, contact tracing details was different from when we started to where we are now. Yeah, great point.
0: Yeah, it has to be flexible. It must be. It must be hard for a, for a tech brand, especially in something like hospitality, to actually be able to move, you know, and pivot all the time with different states doing different things and. And all that kind of stuff. Like, how are you guys navigating that? Because a, density limits, world, like, it must be incredibly difficult. We're not just
1: different states. We're 250 cities worldwide, right? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, What you do in Mexico is different to what you do in Dubai yes. to, to, to Melbourne. Yeah. Um, the beauty of Seven Rooms and, and one of the the, the the reasons to work here and to be, to be a part of this business is – we we're only operator focused right we're not a two sided marketplace we don't have the customer side that that we service yes we service the restaurant and the operators we build tech for the operators so we work with them and their needs and we see the you know and we have the foresight because we've seen what's happened in New York and and London and it was always eventually going to happen out here um so that's already been you know discussed and in place 6 months ago
0: yeah that must be really beneficial for you guys, you know, in Australia, like looking to what London's doing, looking to what, you know, cities like Los Angeles and New York are doing because they're the ones that probably do the tightest things first. They're the ones that move quickest on things like masks and all that kind of stuff. Um, that must be beneficial just to look at what they're doing and go, well, that's probably going to happen here. Like, it's, you know, probably going to happen well, online.
1: Well, line. The interesting thing is that we launched Australia during the pandemic because yes. Australia was the, the, gold, the, I hate saying it, that golden standard of the world, right? Yes. We were the shining light going, oh, Australia, there's no problems. They're never going to be in lockdown. They've got no cases. Yeah. So, yeah, that, they looked towards us and we had this amazing run and obviously we're, we're in this situation now, which we'll all get out of. Yes. But, you know, so whether you're pro or anti or whatever it is, you have to you have to get your business ready for a place where that's going to be a part of every day.
0: Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. How, what's what's sort of the mood like of the venues you're talking to and your team is talking to right now across the country? I mean, obviously we've got a different situation in West Australia as opposed to yeah. like as opposed to what we're dealing with currently in Melbourne, in Sydney, Sydney, uh, Melbourne going through its six lockdown. Um, yeah, you know, what's your team sort of saying to you about what's happening?
1: So the, so the markets that are open, Perth, they're, they're, they're all fine. Yep. Brisbane, you know, Brisbane, Gold Coast, et cetera. But, you know, the, the ones that are closed, I think it's a good time. Operators have a good time. Businesses are closed. So they're reassessing they're re, re, uh, all their options and looking at their business and going, does that work, doesn't that work? Yes. Um, but I think what the sense is, is frustration. Not, not purely because we're locked down, purely because we don't have an end goal. We don't know what we're working towards. And it's, you know, if the government came out and said, this is what's happening in three weeks. This is going to happen in six weeks. This is going to happen in 12 weeks so that the businesses can plan and prepare rather than, Hey, you guys can open up for, you know, one per eight square meters tomorrow.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Or or decide on a lockdown three hours before it actually happens. Yeah. So I
1: think that's the frustration.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, Good point. What are you excited about um, for the brand moving forward, Paul? Because obviously this is, you know, there's a lot of, as I said before, there's a lot of brands in this space. But I like the fact that Seven Rooms like white labels a lot of its solutions, right? Like I think for a lot of providers, I think it's a real great point of difference. Um, but what have you excited about for the brand moving forward?
1: So we, um, so we've been here just just over a year. Yeah. Or just, sorry, just coming up to a year. Happy birthday! Um, and thank you. We're, so we're 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 looking at we looked at the first year of is this going to work? Is it going to be successful? And it 100 percent has been. We've got a, a great take up of customers. And what we're doing now is starting to build out the local team to make sure that we have a a real good local strong presence here. Um, So I've hired three people in the last week that start um, beginning of September um, in customer success um, and in in sales as well. Um, And just really, you know, sort of solidifying and and building building forwards. Got some great announcements, which I can't say, about some amazing customers that we're going to be working with and some huge partnerships um, that are really going to, I think, shake the industry um and i don't say it lightly partnerships like like uh like that ha- like this that haven't been seen before okay um, so it's going to be uh, i think i think the next 6 months going to be really interesting hopefully we can just you know number one just get get things back to some form of normality so that our customers can actually operate because without our customers we don't have a business either
0: yeah I, yeah, I totally agree. I'm Now I'm really excited about what those announcements are. Um, <laughs> I think, do you think, how far do you think tech is going to sort of be involved in the hospitality experience moving forward? Do you think there's any parts of the hospitality journey or customer experience that are going to be taken up by sort of more points in technology or sort of, or do you think we're sort of tapped out right now
1: no look i mean uh, as you know the contactless and order and pay is is a big part of it um mm. and you know the, there's a there's a couple of great suppliers in australia as well as overseas yeah um everywhere there is an opportunity to to automate and to um to advance technologically yes we're going to take it up australia's like i said earlier it's we're, we're early adopters we love technology mm-hmm. um and you know order and pay was not there and then the next day it's normal right yes
0: yeah 100 and now yeah now it's fully normal i haven't paid something in cash um for a, no, a, a really long time so I'm, i
1: don't my i've got my personal trainer i haven't paid him for three weeks because i don't have any i don't have cash i don't actually take my wallet anywhere. so him <laughs> so, <holy> money yes
0: <laughs> i'm glad i gave you that reminder um <laughs> i suppose my last my last question to paul and and you touched on it a bit there but like Compared to other countries, and obviously you said you're in, you know, Seven Rooms is in 230 cities around the world. Like how well positioned do you think Australia is to really, you know, uh, take up this new era of of, of tech? Because I feel like, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I feel like because we were so far behind mm-hmm. in technology in the hospitality industry, I feel like the, um, the pandemic has just almost leapfrogged it and now we're, you know, we're actually pretty tech savvy and and brands are taking the opportunity to actually look at their whole tech stack and go, I'm going to pick this, I'm going to pick this, and I'm going to go with it for 12 months or 18 months. I'm going to see how it goes. Um, but, you know, having having the ability to look at, you know, over 200 other cities around the world, um, I'd love to know your thoughts on that question.
1: Uh, Australia is going to lead it. and. And I know that because of the industry leaders that are taking and what they're doing with their brands and their technology and what they're trying to do with their data Um, and it's like a, a follow-on effect right so if a, you know if the industry leader is doing something people want to do what the industry leader does yes. and there's also some really amazing new operators coming into the market um, that are taking venues mm-hmm. that were not successful that are making them successful and they're young and they come with a different lens um, and they're looking to to really succeed um, that are putting in putting in technology that hasn't that hasn't you know that hasn't been utilized as much before yeah, um, yeah, And, you know, you, you've got these big brands uh, that are global that are, that are really building out their, these tech stacks in hospitality and Australia is going to be a big, big part of that journey. I
0: think a follow-on question from that, because you touched on it just then, like what, what do you think, how do you feel like the young people coming through and in independent brands, like are you feeling that they're gonna, there's going to be a bit of a renaissance time, that, that that's going to continue happening and it's not just going to be bigger brands that are going to take uh, a lot more of the foothold in, in Australia?
1: No, uh, yeah, the, there's, there's definitely opportunity, especially local people also what the pandemic has taught us as well as people want to stay local right so you want to stay in your area because you're comfortable um, and you feel secure in that area. Yes. So good, good operators that maybe don't have to start off with the big 500 seat restaurant in the CBD, yes. they start up with this, you know, the 70 seat local local restaurant and really find and carve their niche that can then maybe replicate that to another couple of local areas. And then, you know, grow into that business that they want to, right? So you don't have to put the... The cart before the horse and try and do everything you can just you know you grow from a, a, a small point and make it stable and really sort of you know build, build a successful business
0: yeah absolutely and you can speak to that because you've done it before my friend so that's a not a good
1: very thing. well obviously <laughs> with my analogies before but yeah. it's, it's, not, it's not easy it's not easy it's yeah, not it's easy not, at all but
0: um, you know I think technology is a way that we can really think about how we can um you know proper technology use you know, is a way that we can think about making sure our business are profitable making sure we know more about our business um and making sure we understand what moves and decisions we need to make moving forward and i think seven rooms is is definitely um uh, adamant to that like it's it's such a good such a good piece of tech um and that's why i wanted to get you on the show paul so thanks so much um, I know so many people listening to this will want to learn and understand more about seven rooms in Australia, especially like what's the best way that they can, uh, they can figure out more and set something up.
1: We just refreshed and um, refreshed our website. So it's all brand new. Um, cool. There's really amazing information, case studies, um, you know, contact details, etc. Hit me up on LinkedIn directly. Feel free. Mm-hmm. I'm open, open to, to, to work with anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, any questions or my contact details are alive and relevant there.
0: Beautiful. As always, in the show notes of this podcast, Paul, thanks so much for being on the show.
1: No worries. Thank you. And uh, hopefully the next time we do this, we can sit in the same room.
0: Absolutely. Over a beer, hopefully. (laughs) Thanks, Paul. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into another episode of Principle of Hospitality. I hope you really enjoyed this one. As always, please comment, like, and share with your friends in the industry. We're making this content with the industry in mind, so we'd really appreciate you sharing it along. Thanks as well to our supporter, the largest family owned and operated hospitality supplier in Australia, Chef's Hat, where the industry shops. And if you don't know us at Pose, Sash, my co-founder from Principal Design, has one of the best design agencies in Australia. So if you're looking for anything around strategy, branding, digital design, wayfinding and graphic design, and find them at principledesign.com.au and myself at open pantry consulting for anything to do with systems processes to make your business run even more smoothly thanks so much to chef's app for supporting us and until next time stay safe